Hi, everybody. This is John Forrester with Out of Character. Some of you may be aware Gen Con was not that long ago. This was the 50th Gen Con, and I was in attendance for the second time. Jay did not go to Gen Con with me this time. She went two years ago when I went, but she was doing something else nerdy. Hi. Um, I went to Epic Nerd Camp in Staruka, Pennsylvania, and it was indeed epic. So what's Epic Nerd Camp? Because people know what Gen Con is. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, Epic Nerd Camp is a camp for adults, which is in northeastern Pennsylvania on the border of New York, and it has all things nerdy. Um, it's got a ton of gaming, it's got LARPing, um, it also has a lot of nerd skills, like arts and, arts and crafts, like chainmail, uh, fantastic beasts and how to make them. It has... That's, that's the sculpture thing, right? Yeah, like where you make like thing. yeah. Pygmy Puffs and Dragons. and Yeah, yeah. Um, it has Quidditch. It has uh, Wizard Dueling. Like actual Quidditch? Uh, well, you, yeah. I mean, as much as Muggles can play Quidditch, you know. I mean, they, they have actual custom-made rooms and stuff, and they play it. That's pretty cool. The things that I really like the best... Oh, they've got a lot of sword play. A lot of different types of, you know, everything from lightsabers <laughs> to actual, you know, stage combat, wooden swords, um, German longsword... Um, they have mounted combat. You can learn how to how to joust on horseback. Um, the three things that I really liked the best were archery, mm-hmm. leather crafting, mm-hmm. which I made an awesome uh, dice bag for John for his birthday, and I made uh, and also um, contact juggling. Which, if you've ever seen Labyrinth. That's what David Bowie does with his um, lovely sparkly little glass ball when he rolls it all over himself. That's my pack juggling. Oh, and you stay in, in uh, north-themed cabins. Like, what was your cabin? My cabin was Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff rules. Um, they had a lot of different Harry Potter cabins. They had three broomsticks. They had all of the Hogwarts houses. They also had the TARDIS. They had... Um, Jedi Academy. They have the Avengers Mansion. They have Westeros. Um, the one that, like, was... I don't think I'd want to stay in the Westeros cabin. Yeah, that can be kind of backstabbing, you know? The, the one that was all, uh, women was called Themyscira, like, where Wonder Woman is from. Right. So, yeah, every conceivable fandom you could have. And, yeah, Epic Nerd Camp was awesome. It, it definitely lived up to its name. Oh, there's also over 200, um... Board RPGs. And they had like an entire you did role playing games too. I did. Okay. Yeah, we did. We had, there was an entire um, area game room. Game room. Yeah. Cool. So for those who don't know, Gen Con is the they call it the, the biggest four days in gaming. It's a huge tabletop and role playing game convention. It is held in the summer. I'm going to say it's usually in August, but I know sometimes those dates shift around. Uh, it's been August every time I've gone, which is why I, I went for my birthday the last two times, and it is just like, they basically take the Indianapolis, Indiana Convention Center, and fill every conceivable space with gaming. We did a podcast about it when we were there two years ago. Yes. So, I'm not going to delve too much into, like, what it is, because it's a huge gaming convention. Basically, you go and you can find games and look at games, and there's cosplayers, and there's awesome food trucks, and there's nerdy movies. You went to a bunch of anime things when you went. I did. Uh, they have, like, they have some craft classes and things like that, but it's more about, like, you know, 
buying a new copy of Starfinder and finding people who will, like, sit on the floor in the hall and play Starfinder with you to all hours. I went solo. I asked people from the podcast to come with me, and they were all like, no, we have jobs. No, we won't, like, go with you, even though you offered to, like, let us use your hotel room and drive. And I was all like, well, Jade's going to nerd camp, so I'm going alone. Screw you guys. Yeah, I wanted somebody to go with me to nerd camp, too. But, you know, alas, I ended up, as the nerd camp folks say, hand soloing. Oh, no. I know. know. It was their joke, not mine. What's the official saying of nerd camp? Oh, Tyler is single. Tyler is single lives. Um, Yeah, I'll tell you about that in a minute. That was great. So, basically, today's podcast, um, the the podcast is very much focused on tabletop gaming and role-playing games. It is also occasionally that we'll just do something really nerdy. Um, Both of the things we went to had nerdy, uh, you know, Components. components. They also had tabletop and role-playing game components, and I just kind of wanted to talk about two very different experiences that are all about, like, being like, we're nerds. We do nerdy things. Yeah, we all do nerdery. And, um, you know, Epic Nerd Camp is, I don't, I know a lot of people know about it, but I don't think it's... It's nowhere near as well-known as Gen Con. Right. I mean, I don't think as many people know about it yet, so I wanted to, hopefully, maybe people will hear about it. So, Jade, tell us your story of Epic Nerd Camp. What was your journey? Wow. Um... Well, I was really nervous about going alone, and I had to buy a whole bunch of stuff for camp because, you know, I haven't been to camp since I was a child. I had to pack it. <laughs> you had to help pack it. I had to pack it. And so I drove up to Starupa, PA, which is about five hours away from here. In your lovely new car. In my lovely new car, yes. I, it was, that was very nice. I got there, and you, it's like for any con. You stand in line, and you register. But what's different about it is when you get up there and they say, so, you know, what cabin do you want to be in? And they give you all these, like, nerdy names. You're just like, oh, geez, I don't know, you know. Didn't you say, like, when you were signing up, they asked you, did you want to be in a cabin with, like, all women or yeah. all men? Yeah, or yeah. You didn't yeah, care? Yeah, you want to be a cabin, mixed gender, all women, all men. Do you want to be in a cabin for night owls? Do you want to be in an early bird cabin? Um, do you want to be in an LGBTQ-friendly cabin? So, yeah, any and all of that. Cool. You have a lot of choices there. And um, so eventually we just, it turned out that I was in Hufflepuff. And that's not actually my Harry Potter house. I'm really a Ravenclaw, but I just ended up in Hufflepuff because Hufflepuff really didn't have anybody in it yet. And um, Ravenclaw was pretty packed. So did that and ended up having an amazing time. Um, I guess it's hard to figure out what to say about well, I mean, okay, you, you talked about, like, you have all these activities. Right. So, what did you do specifically? Why I know you didn't do every Like, you didn't do Quidditch. No, I didn't do the Quidditch. Or the sword fighting, or yeah. the horseback riding, yeah. or the mermaid class. Yeah, they, oh yeah, they had mermaid swimming. So, like, what, what did you do? I did a whole bunch of different things, but as I say, the three things that really stuck with me that I was like, yes, I want to do as much of this as possible when I was there were um, the archery, which was great. So, okay. What was the archery? Were they just, like, take you out to a range and give you a bow and let you go at it? Or was it well, nerdy okay. archery? Yeah, it was kind of nerdy archery. It was really funny because, first of all, you have, what you have to know about Nerd Camp is that there's a lake at the bottom of Nerd Camp, and then everything Like in else, Harry Potter. Yeah, kind of. But then, like, everything else you do in Nerd Camp is up a hill. Right. You want to go to your cabin, you got to walk up the hill. Right. You want to go to your activity, you got to go up the hill. <laughs> um, you want to go to the party that's at night, go up the hill. Um, archery is as far up the hill as you can possibly get. So you really have to go up the hill for archery. Um, 
And that's largely because, you know, they don't want people hitting people with stray arrows, so they put it way the hell up the top of the hill. Fair enough. So, yeah, we went all the way up there, and, um, you know, they teach you all the sort of standard safety stuff and all the, you know, you figure out, like, whether you draw left or right-handed, whether you're left or right-eyed, which I had no idea about until I did archery. And the name is fabulous, very nerdy girl who is excellent at archery. She has her own bow, and, you know, she does it outside of nerd camp. And, um, yeah, she, she taught us how to do it. But we're very, like, it was very nerdy about it. Like, there was a lot of sort of jokes about Katniss and about, like, you know, being rangers and... Um, you knew nothing, John Snoop. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, all that kind of thing. Like, he just joked around about that the whole time. And See, like, when I think of archers, I just think of Agret, because she's such a badass, like, you know. Yeah. Jon Snow's all like, you can't hit that deer, you'll... And she's just like... <laughs> Everyone talks about Hunger Games now with archery, and I'm like, F that. Agret yeah. and Green Arrow, man. Those are my go-to. And then Robin Hood, for some reason, because it's probably well, just... that's the classic thing, yeah. But, you know, and of course, like, elves are good at archery. Trying Legolas. To Legolas, you know, so it's like the whole time you're doing it, like, you know, it's very um, encouraged to do it. Like, oh, you know, I, I put all my points into be, into uh, the Spear Ranger, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Like, everybody's joking about that. Everybody's also, like, constantly smacking themselves in the arm with the spring part. I'm sure there's a, actually a technical term for that. Well, anyway, everybody's... I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I assume that's... You're right, there's probably a, a technical... Yeah term for that. But, like, everybody's always smacking themselves in the arm, so, like, people that were really into archery at camp were just, like, bruised up, like, people had been beating us. So did they have, like, uh, a target? Yeah. Like, nerdy targets? Like, orcs and stuff? Or was um, it just, like, hay or they, they had targets. It was just, like, normal targets um, in front of hay bales. And, and... That's kind of a bummer. So at one point, they did hang um, balloons up, so it was, like, really loud if you hit them. <laughs> um, so were you good at the archery? I was okay at the archery. I mean, there were people there that had done archery outside of camp, and they were truly, you know, they truly knew what they were doing. What I can say about the archery is a couple things. And first of all, I was at camp for, well, it's um, five days of four nights, but you have three days of solid activities. And it is amazing how much you improve on day three. If you, like, you start on day one, like, you can't hit anything. Like, you're, you're you know, you're like, so you did it all three days. Uh, yeah. Like, your arrows are going into the grass. You know, it's all embarrassing. You're just like, I'm such a dork. And then by day three, it's like, all of a sudden, wait, you're hitting something. And wait, you're getting closer and closer toward the center of the target, you know. And that's partly because of the practice, but it's also because of just kind of the atmosphere of nerd camp. And nerd camp is amazing because... Because we're all nerds, and we all kind of grew up with everybody making fun of us, it is the most encouraging, most, like, I have never been anywhere in my life that was so, nobody is fantastic with you, nobody is snarky at you, nobody rolls their eyes. If you're not good at something, they are so encouraging, and any little victory you have, you will be so rewarded and so cheered. And, you know, it's very much like if you go into the hall and you're there by yourself for a meal and you're standing there with your tray and you're like, oh, where do I sit? Like, flashbacks to high school. Like, yeah, nobody's like that. Like, if you go up to a table, like, and you say, can I sit here? Like, you know, fully expecting people to be like, you know, no, no, you know, that's for my friend. People will practically throw themselves into the ground to make room for you. That's like, nice. Everybody is encouraging there. And so 
you're so encouraged to try things that you would never imagine doing, that you would never try. You know, you just get better at it because you're not stressed out. You're not afraid you're going to fail and get made fun of. So. Were there any other activities that, like, really... That really did it for me? Yeah. Um, I loved the leather crafting. The leather crafting was great. Well, it was... You, you took this... You know, they gave you this leather. You kind of took this, like, metal implement and pounded it. So the leather crafting was very noisy. And um, so you made different designs in the leather. And um, so I first started out with a bracelet because I was terrified that I was going to be terrible at it. You know, not be able to do it. So I did, like, the easiest thing you could do. And so after I made this bracelet and it turned out okay, um, I decided to really, you know, see if I could uh, get my skills up to the next level. So I made a, a, a dice bag for, you know, Dungeons & Dragons type dice. That was a lot of fun. And, you know, like I say, everybody there was, like, just so just so kind about it, you know? Like, I never, you know, I can't, I don't think I've ever done leather crafting before in my life, but yet, you know when you screw up or you experiment on something and it doesn't work out. Like, everybody's just, you know, they're great about it. So that was a lot of fun. Um, the teacher for leather crafting was not one of the camp staff who also, by the way, were, were like, just for the most part, like 90% of them were just lovely, lovely people, the, the, the camp staff. And they, they recruited them from all over the world. And um, that was really interesting. There were a lot of really fascinating accents going around for the people that weren't there. Um, but anyway, the, the leather crafting was taught by one of the nerds, not one of the camp staff, and so she was very dedicated and very, like, she completely understood the kind of things that nerds want to make, so that was fun. The third thing I did there was the contact juggling. Right. Um. It's like the David Bowie. Yeah, the David Bowie labyrinth, like, I'm going to roll this ball around all over my, my hands and my body. It's, you know, you don't throw a contact juggling ball. You, you, not on purpose, you, anyway. <laughs> yeah, not on purpose. Well, if I'm doing it, I'm throwing it. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, um, and that was actually taught by the camp staff who were, you know, and the, the folks that taught the circus skills, lovely, lovely people, very encouraging. Again, how much I improved with contact juggling in three days, it was astounding. You know, partly because they just showed me some techniques and I had time and space to practice, and partly because... Everybody loved it. Everybody was so encouraging about every little, you know, progress that I made. It was great. You know, and of course I was walking around with my contact juggling ball when I was going back to my cabin and playing with it. And naturally I run into the guy with the labyrinth shirt because, you know, it needed to be done. Well, see, um, like, I think if you get really good at the contact juggling thing, like to the point where you can David Bowie it, do you think the leather gloves were an advantage or a disadvantage there? Oh, I think they would definitely be an advantage. Because, like, leather kind of has that, that grip. Yeah, it, it grips more. But he had those really, like, billowy sleeves, so I guess he kind of... Yeah, he kind of, yeah, I guess you would balance it out, because that would be kind of slippery. I don't know. Um, I don't know much about... I, I play with her contact juggling ball, but, like... Yeah. I suck. I, 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 I'm, I'm not good at... Ju- Every, but everybody sucks when you first pick up a contact juggling ball. I'm not that great myself. God, the, you know, God knows I got a lot better, and I mean a lot better from being a camp. You know, it, it's so encouraging because now I have this in me to, like, over the next year to really practice and really improve, you know, so that get next better. time when I, yeah, get better. So when I go to camp next year, everybody will be like, ooh and ah, and, and they will. You know, again, people there are so amazing about encouraging any skill that you want to pick up. That's cool. So, yeah. And you did uh, candle making. I did candle making. I did wand making. I did a bunch of other stuff. Um, I so did lots of crafty. Lots of crafty things. Stuff. Yeah, I'm not very athletic. 
I mean, if you had wanted to do a lot more athletic stuff, they had LARPs. They had three LARPs. One was Supernatural LARP. Supernatural, Cthulhu, and then, like, a fantasy medieval LARP. And then at night, like, there were parties. In fact, there were several parties. There would be the bonfire every night. There was pretty much always a party in the canteen, which was, like, kind of like the bar there. They didn't have any alcohol at the camp, but it was BYOB, and oh my god, everybody brought so much stuff. (laughs) And anything you ever wanted to drink was there. You know, nobody was obnoxious about it, but, you know, if you wanted anything, people were very willing to share, and they were very willing to share their snacks and, you know, their clothes and their toiletries and pretty much anything anybody wanted. There was also, like, activities all night, so if you wanted to do, like, a night LARP or game until the wee hours of the morning, that was an option, too. So, yeah, and then you, it was so ridiculous, and you were just like, oh my gosh, you know, you'd be up all night, like, partying with these people, and then you'd get up the next day at, like, 7.30, and, and like, normally you'd just be exhausted, right, you know, especially since everything was uphill, but you were, like, so, like, fired up for the day, like, you know, what you were doing was so interesting, and you were so excited about doing it, that you didn't even feel like you were dragging around, you were like, okay, let's get dressed, you know, let's put on the sunscreen, the bug spray, and get to breakfast. So, I have to ask, um, because, you know, out of character, there was gaming. You did do some gaming. I did. I did Dungeons and Dragons um, 5e. Right. It was a lot of fun. Right. The, uh, our GM was great. We were basically, well, first of all, I was playing a um, tiefling. Yeah, I was playing a tiefling. I was playing a tiefling, was a, I think it was a sorcerer, maybe? Were you a warlock? Warlock. (laughs) Tiefling warlock. I don't like warlocks. I was playing this group of people, and one of them was playing this character who just had contempt for the rest of us, so he was always, like, insulting us and saying that we smelled and stuff like that. So you are the, he was the Rastlin of your group. Yeah, kind of. Or whatever character Jessica's playing on any given day. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, we, we did a lot of fun stuff, battled these sort of snake people. Oh, did you fight the Yontai? Was it, were they, like, kind of flying snake guys? That kind of thing? Well, you entire are, like, these, like, cult of snake people. They're, yes, like, yeah. uh... Yeah, we were I think there's some of them that fly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've they, never yeah. used them. Yeah, they were having this right, and, um... Were they, yeah. like, uh, dudes like, multiple snake heads and, like, snake arms and... Um, they didn't really get into that type of... Did they have creepy thing? knives and cults? And yeah, stuff? they did, and, um, we had to, like, interrupt their right. Um, we had, like, frog messengers, um... That's yeah. cool. We had... And the, the GM was great about, like, making it really sound like it was uh, a frog, you know? Uh, yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> um, what else did we do? I, they, it was, like, basically, I played in two sessions of the game, but um, I could have played in a lot more. But the overall thing... So there was a lot of gaming, like you... There was a lot of gaming. Oh, my God. There was, um, you know, there were all games that were being playtested. Anytime, any given time you walked the game room, there were, like, many, many games going on. Oh, one of my cabin mates, um, hi Ben, uh, ran a, uh, a Starfinder game that people really liked. <laughs> um, there was, like, Star Trek game, there was a, um... Twilight Imperium? Yeah, there was a Twilight Imperial, Imperium game that you could sign up for. There's a new edition now. Yeah, um, there was, you know, um, Red Dragon Inn, there was like every conceivable RPG, or they had over two hundred games in that in that um, game room, and it was actually really, really impressive because you know there were only about three hundred people at camp, so you know at any given time, like everybody at camp could have played something, or still would have been games left over. 
Probably not table space, though. Probably not table space. We, we would have had to like, expand it out into the cafeteria, which, you know. Um, but yeah, like, people were busy. And people loved the LARP. I mean, the people that were in the LARP were having a great time. That's um, good. Yeah, particularly the medieval LARP. That was very, very popular. And some people couldn't get in because there was, you know, there weren't any more spaces. So they were like, oh, can we just play NPCs? Because people were just having such a good time playing that game. And they were like, yeah, yeah, you know, we'll play, you just be an NPC. One guy actually got kicked in the face. That was like the only injury in all of camp, which is actually kind of amazing with like how many horses and sharp objects and every other earthly thing and, and drunk people going uphill, you know, that we had. Um, but yeah, the one injury we had was somebody like fell and actually kicked this guy in the face. Um, so he was walking around all bandaged up and looking really interesting and everybody was asking about his injuries. Um, I don't know. What else do you want to know? Oh, I need to tell you about Tyler's thing going about the swaps. It's Good, tell us about the swaps. Okay. So, swaps are basically, they're anything that you can craft that you could put on a safety pin. And so people do crochet, people did those little plastic bead things that you iron and they stick together. People did bottle caps with stuff in them. Like, whatever your fandom is, um, oh, people, like, did felt that they glued together with glue guns. But the swaps people made were gorgeous, and they were amazing, and they must have taken forever. And so you would go up to somebody and say, are you doing swaps? And then they would just, like, pin them, like, all over their hat or their bag or whatever. And so you'd see somebody walking around with all this stuff, and you'd know they were doing the swaps. And, yeah, next year I definitely have to do swaps, because swaps is the thing. Um, I don't think we should explain Tyler or single. I think that... That should be kept a mystery. Oh, but Tyler's single. I, yeah, that was like, that was the running joke of camp. You had people, like, shouting it all the time. You had people, like, you know, anytime somebody got a microphone for anything, you'd be, like, making announcements, and they'd be like, um, you know, any other announcements? And they'd be like, yes, Tyler's single, you know. And, and you'd have entire tables singing about how Tyler was single, and that was definitely, like, the end joke of camp. Nerd camp, yay, nay, do again. I would totally do nerd camp again. Um, I would absolutely do nerd camp again. I would really want to go with somebody I know next time. You can go solo, and people there are super nice. Um, however, there's a lot of sort of weird, like, you know, 20 minutes of downtime here or something like that, where it's just nice to, like, know somebody that you can kind of regroup with and be like, okay, this is what I've been doing, what have you been doing? You know, that kind of thing. Um, and you can have, like, you can have as much of a bonding experience as you want. Um, people there were, like, people So, like, you know, I don't expect you to, I don't expect you to escape Mr. Bond. I expect you to die. No, 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 no. I'm not going to have a bonding <laughs> I don't expect you to talk, Mr. Then they, like, make you make a lanyard and whip you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of jokes about, uh, you know, candle wax and the love of crafting and stuff, but no. You know, like, people literally cried on the last day, and they only knew each other for, you know, it was like five days since they arrived there. So that was like, you know, and some people stayed for both sessions, because, you know, they couldn't bear to be um, taken out of camp so soon. Yeah, and it was fun. I mean, I sang karaoke, guys, which, honest to God, if you renew me, that is something that in daylight I would never, ever, ever do in a million years. Um, but there it was okay because Nerd Camp was a good experience. Nerd Camp was a really good experience. I would 110% go again. Um, I'm planning to go next year. It's expensive though. It's not really not. Um, I mean, it's five hundred dollars for the tickets. It's five hundred dollars for the ticket. With that, you get all your lodging. 
get your meals. You can get discounts if you sign up earlier than I did, or if you decide you're going to tent camp instead of camping in the back. You get discounts if you run games. Uh, oh, you're a volunteer, yes. Yes. Like if if yes. you were like willing to like just like I'll run games the whole time I'm there. Yes, if you're a volunteer, you can get in. Um, I think you can actually get it for free. Oh, sweet. Me on that. Yeah. That's how I got into Gen Con. Yeah. Which you'll find out about in a minute. Like, yeah, if you're staff there, you can get it for free. That's sweet. Well, you were camping and shooting bows and arrows and all that stuff. I was home alone. I went to Gen Con the day you came home. You came home. We brought your stuff in. Yes. We ate dinner together. Yes. And I got in the car and drove to Gen Con, which, coming from Pittsburgh... To Indianapolis is a six-hour drive, six-and-a-half-hour drive. Right. Um, I got there at about three in the morning. So here... He waited for me to come home. Yeah, I mean, you. we originally didn't think you were going to come home until the next day. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to leave late at night so the cats aren't alone. And, you know, but you had said, like, you're going to come home a day early because you, you had more time. And they basically threw you out the last day, so... They encouraged you to leave quickly to make room for the new people. Yeah. My experience is lovely. I had a, I had a very nice Gen Con. Uh, I, I stayed in the Marriott East Courtyard, which they gave me this lovely room that I had all to myself. It was very fancy. Like, there's, like, a little restaurant downstairs. There's, like, a pool and a gymnasium and an office center, which the hotel we stayed in the year we went was a complete and utter shithole that didn't even have an ice machine, so this was much nicer. Uh, well, I was in a plywood cabin, I might add. You chose to be in a plywood cabin. <laughs> That's what okay. you get for camping. Anyway, go ahead. Um, we, so, had, we still had outlets. It still had uh, working plumbing and, and electrical outlets, by the way. But anyway, go ahead. So, I was there. I did not pay for my badge because I was running stuff for Cubicle 7. I ran Adventures in Middle Earth for them all four days that I was there. And that went really well. I met some cool people. I had some very nice games. Of course, the game I ran Sunday, no one showed up for because... It was the last day. It was the last day. We we had two tables running that, and out of potentially 12 people, 14 people, somewhere in that range, we had four. Right. Um, so I got down at about 3 a.m. I, I went up to my room, unpacked, get up the next morning. I'm driving around, you know, trying to find a place to park. And it's my second time at Gen Con, first time ever being there alone, and... This year, I basically decided, like, I wasn't going... Because the year before, I had done uh, Iron GM. Mm-hmm. The last time I went, I did Iron GM. Mm-hmm. And this year, I was running stuff. So, I didn't really... I missed sign-ups. I didn't really sign up to do anything. I basically yeah, yeah. was just like, I'm going to walk around and see what I can get into. Because sometimes I think the things that are coolest are the things that you don't plan. Right. The things that you just fall into. The first day, I basically stood, got there, you know, because I went in late. Because I, I slept and I'm like, there's no way I'm waking up at 7 a.m. My game's not till uh, 5 o'clock. I, I'm going to not fight my way through the crowds. And uh, I, I got in, went to the Paizo booth, which they did not have roped off this year. So you could just walk in and look at stuff. Which I'm like, I get that the big companies, they want to crowd control. I'm not, Fantasy Flight had all their stuff. You couldn't get in unless you waited in a line. And there was always a line. Right. And literally to get in. You had to look at their products. You had to wait in line. And I'm like, I'm not going to wait in line to look at a product to potentially buy it. No. I bought Starfinder. Waited in line an hour and a half to buy Starfinder. And me and the guy who I was waiting in line with were, like, watching the pile of books dwindle and dwindle. And people were like, there's no way they're going to sell out. Day two, they were sold out. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I went by Green Ronin. I picked up my copy of the campaign guide for uh, Critical Role. I they had a cool sale going. They were selling all the Game of Thrones role playing game books for like fifty percent off all the all con. Which is good. So yeah, that was good. I've been curious about it, so I grabbed a bunch of those. So you'll be hearing about that on the podcast later. So day one was oh uh, day one was basically like trying to buy the things I knew I wanted mm-hmm. like definitively, and then I wandered around for a bit and went and ran my game. After that, I was like, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to go back to the room. And I was back in the room by, like, 8.30. Right. And I was just chilling. It was funny because, like, day two, I go downstairs and there's a little placard um, from the hotel saying, like, Dear Jen Connors, we know you love games. We love games, too. Please don't use our restaurant games or restaurant tables to game. We've set up a salon for you. So they have, like, this little meeting room mm-hmm. that's, like, not huge. Uh, it's like the size of our kitchen and living room, so yeah. sizable. And they have like a little mini Gen Con going for all the people in there who are just playing games. Right. I poked my head in once, but I was alone and I didn't know anyone in the hotel, so I was like, socially awkward, gonna leave now, bye. Yeah. So you go on the second day, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do some stuff. And I talked to a lot of really nice people. I talked to the folks at Osprey Games. Because I bought Zooball. Uh, they were really nice, so I d- we did a demo uh, playing that, and that was fun. I kept trying to get into demos of things, but when you're there solo, it's either you, you have to be there with a big group so you can kind of, like, run the table, mm-hmm. or you're just like, they're like, hey, you're you're here alone, <laughs> play, play our game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did get to, uh, the folks at Montcook did a demo for me of one of their new games for the Cypher system that was pretty fun. I mean, Gen Con is a lot of fun in general. I will say this year at Gen Con... They had the history exhibit that I wandered over to and poked around in a bit that had, like, you know, historical things from the history of gaming. There was, like, a Gary Gygax section. There was very little BO this year, which was... Yeah, there was, like, one incident that I was... Some people were saying, like, oh, yeah, a lot of people were farting and, like, had bad breath. I'm like, dude, everyone's eating out of food trucks. Yeah. Like, you know, you're eating a falafel, you go in, and you're walking around for three hours... Yeah. Things happen. But, you know. yeah, yeah. There was, like, one tragically unwashed guy at camp, but, you know, that was about it. I, I didn't even know who, like, it wasn't, like, identifiable. You walked in and there was just this wave of PO. Yeah, yeah. And then it was over. I did get to play Star Trek, uh, the Ascendancy game, and we got to play with, like, the Borg expansion that's going to come out in September and the Ferengi expansion. And that's a really fun game. I actually have a copy now, so I'll be talking about that. I mean... Gen Con is an experience I've already had. Right. It's you, if you're paying for your ticket, you're paying for the privilege of walking in and buying stuff yeah. and seeing demos of games. Well, you're, well, you're paying for the privilege of walking in and buying stuff, like, where that's, a lot of times that's, like, the first time it comes out. I don't know. I wouldn't even say that. A lot of that stuff is not new. A lot of that is, like, you know, I think it's just the experience of, like, seeing cool games and, you know, seeing demos and stuff. Um, again, I like Gen Con. It's fun. It's a lot more fun when you're there not solo. Yeah. Because... I think our experiences would have benefited from, you know... <laughs> Cut water. Yeah. So, like I say, the people... I've got nothing bad to say about the people at um, Nerd Camp. Yeah, but you're you're more social than me. Like, you're willing... You claim that, but yet no. Well, basically, like, I, I get I get done, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to the room. And basically, by, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock every night, I was talking to you on the phone in the hotel room, and 
and watching the cooking channel and just yeah. Well, there were not a lot of nights I went back there and was drinking the wine I bought and like eating my trail mix and you know because I would shower at night and I was like I don't, my hair's all wet I don't want to go out you know. I mean, I will say this year at Gen Con, everyone I talked to was super nice. I saw a lot of interesting games and I. I'll be doing reviews for them, which I've already started that yeah. process, because as Jade can attest, there's a stack of new stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gen Con's like the nicest group of people that will, that will ever accidentally hit you in the face with their back. The cosplayers were cool. I didn't, I, I tend not to take too many pictures of cosplayers, just because the thing that makes me want to scream my head off is when you're walking down an aisle, and it's the controlled chaos of a Gen Con aisle, and there's people everywhere. It's tightly packed. And someone's walking around dressed as, like, Wonder Woman. Yeah. And I'm, I, I like cosplayers. I think cosplay is cool. But when everyone's like, hold everything. Let me get a picture of this person in the middle of the aisle. And you're just like, dude, you're holding up everyone. Everybody. Yeah. You know? And that's why I like that they have the cosplay photo op area that's out in one of the hallways. Yeah. It's not on the main floor. So you can kind of, like, go out there and get a picture. And people were posing and stuff. So I'm just like. Dude, you don't need to stop everything to get a picture of a cosplayer. It's really annoying. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there was some cosplay at, um, at NerdCamp. You cosplayed. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I spent a couple days in Elfir's, which, you know, I think in a lot of ways is my natural state. I, I really, after I got home from NerdCamp, I'm like, why don't they just wear these to the grocery store? I feel so much more like me. Um, I will say there was one bad ex- the, the thing that was annoying about the convention this year, everything smelled like pee outside. Oh. Like, as soon as you were within a few blocks of the convention center, and as soon as you walked outside, just pee smell. Everything smelled like pee. I had... Do you think the people at the convention were just peeing publicly, or...? I mean, I think that it smelled outside the last time we went, not to that degree. Yeah. But it's just like, oh my god, it stinks. It smells terrible. Yeah. I messed up my knee before I went. Yeah. And I was walking around with a cane... Yeah. Because, like, the first day I get there and my knees bother me and, like, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't want it to get worse and not be able to walk. Right. And, um, you know, so I'm limping around, like, with, like, my backpack full of new books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, such such lofty titles as, uh, Hot Guys Making Out and, um... Yeah, you told me about that. You know, all the good stuff. Uh, I mean, I like Gen Con. Gen Con's one of those things that people are like, oh, I go to Gen Con every year. I'm like, I just don't think I want to. Like, it's fun to do it and, you know, go and have the experience. I I think that if I went, like, three years in a row, I'd be so sick of it. I'd never want to go near it again. (laughs) Yeah. You know? It's just, that's a lot of... It's very intense. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of money. Yeah. If you're there getting stuff. But I will say, all the designers and volunteers and people I talked to, and pretty much everyone there, was super, super nice. Um, and it, it is a good experience. It's just kind of a bummer, because I felt like by the time I left, I was like, man, I really, I don't have that social thing of, like, being able to just be like, hey, people I don't know, can I play in your game? You yeah. know? There was a little bit of awkwardness with that at NerdCast, when you go into the game room, and it, sometimes it felt like everybody was already playing a game with somebody. You know? Yeah. But everybody assured me that I, if I just had some patience and kind of stood around for 10 minutes, like, you know, I would have been invited into, like, a couple of games. So. I don't know. The thing that bugs me with Gen Con is, like, a lot of the rooms, there's all these tables, and you'll see people playing games, and you'll see people playing games on the floor, and, like, 
they will tell you, like, well, this table's reserved for this game at this time. I do wish there was more, like, freeform stuff. I get that there's 40,000 people there. They can't have a table for everyone. But it would be nice if there was, like, just an area set aside that isn't, like, playing on the floor or kind of vulching a table yeah. between things. But, yeah, I, I I don't know if I'm going to do Nerd Camp next year. I, I think that's the way we're leaning. Yeah. That's a possibility. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. You should go. You should definitely experience it. No, I'm going to go. It's just a question of, like, am I going to do Nerd Camp next year or where where things are going to be. Go with staff and go for free. And problems, I guess. <laughs> well, that's why I went to Gen Con, honestly, is, like, you know, the hotel room is what the hotel room is, but, like, they're like, oh, we're looking for people to run games. I'm like, okay, great. Here's a free badge. I, I kind of want to go and not, like, be responsible for, like, running events and just go and sign up for stuff. Because the first time I went, I didn't really sign up for very much. I did Iron GM and uh, I went to one or two other small things. This time I went, and I signed up for literally nothing and just wandered around and played whatever I could get into. Right. And ran games, and, like, you know, I think the next time I go, I'm just going to be like, okay, I'm going to sign up for this and this and play this and, you know. Yeah, it, it can be good to be organized. And now that I knew more about, like, the protocol and process of your camp, you know, I can be more prepared. See, I think if I did Nerd Camp, I would just end up sitting in the game room the whole time and be like, I paid $500 to sit here and game the whole time, and I would be really annoyed. I don't know that you would, honestly. I mean, I think for one thing, you would definitely take part in the LARPs. You would never no, play. I wouldn't. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. Um, and I have I no thought, interest in LARPing. And I thought you said that you wanted to do some, like, sword classes. I, I hate being know. outside. I don't want to go outside. I'll well, get sunburned in 10 minutes. You're, you're inside at, at Nerd Camp. Like, all the classes are in a building. Okay. Um, or sure it wasn't, obviously, but, like, you know, <laughs> exactly bad. But, um, you know, like, all the circus stuff was inside, um, you know, even the arts and crafts were in this, like, covered pavilion. Um, no, there's a lot of, like, permanent structures there, so if you're in a class nine times out of ten, you're inside. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I think, okay, I think I had a very nice, comfortable, relaxed four days where I was, like, yeah. staying in a nice hotel... I got room service because I was like, I'm going to get room service. I'm going to yeah, be like a swell. Like rubbing that in my face, too. Um, um, I got a hamburger. I don't know. Yeah, nonetheless. Um, it, it was a very nice trip. It was very calm. The hotel was lovely. I basically, it was a 10-minute drive. But I didn't really, it was it was less fun than when I went with you because yeah. there was no one there with me. And um, It's good to, like, decompress with somebody and talk about your experience. It's just more fun when you can go and be like, you know, yeah. I did this or I did that or, you know, you can go back to your room and be like, I'm gonna, we, we should play this game I got, but, you know. Yeah. People were super nice. Um, it was a really good Gen Con. A lot of the designers were saying they were selling out of stuff. They were really busy, which is great. That's yeah. what you want to hear is people are selling out of stuff, not, you know, that no one's coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, didn't you say you wanted to play Quidditch at your camp? I don't think I play Quidditch. Okay. I, I, no, I think that that is a level of athleticism that, like, my athletic modifier is, like, maybe a minus five. I don't know. People were, the, like, I was amazed. Like, they had, um, part of the circus was the trapeze, and then people were actually, like, succeeding at that, which boggles my irrelevant mind for nerds, because we're not known as, like, the most athletic group of human beings. Yeah. Um, so we've got Epic Nerd Camp, and we've got, uh... Oh, zombie makeup there. Oh, that's you were cool. into zombie stuff, they could teach you how to do zombie makeup. It looked, cool. The zombies looked amazingly creepy. 
So Epic Nerd Camp and Gen Con, two very nerdy events. Um, I believe they're both, like, all the weeks of Nerd Camp are in August. Yeah. So. Well, last year, the year before that, it was in June, which is why I didn't go. I so the summer like, months. Like a wedding. Yeah. yeah. So if you are thinking about, like, maybe you, you can't do Gen Con or you're like, that's too expensive or I want to do something that's a bit more varied. Yeah. Um, Gen Con is a huge convention. It's massive. And it, I think everyone who's into tabletop gaming should do it at least once, if only to experience it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be less insane next year because it's not going to be like, you know, this year was like the 50th. This year. is the 50th. It, it was busy. It was like, yeah. it was the busiest I've seen it. And it was like, just. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason I went. I was like, it's the 50th one. There's going to be a lot of people there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nerd Camp, it was only the second time they've ever run it. And there were like 300 people there in my session. So, you know, if you I will say, more intimate experience. Yeah, I mean, if you, it seems like the thing to do if you're like, I don't want to just sit in game. I mean, I know that some people do just sit in game, but it seems like you have more yeah. options. One of my one of my cabin mates, like, put down his stuff. He didn't even make up his bed because you have to, like, bring all your room bedding. He literally put his stuff down and went gaming and, like, just went off to the game room. And, you know, that was pretty much how he spent his, his uh, camp. No, there's nothing wrong with that. There was a weird exchange. Oh. So, I'm in the elevator going back to my car on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And there's this family, like mom, dad, little kid. Mm-hmm. And we're in the elevator. And they're like, oh, are you here for the convention? Because everyone basically is, like, there for the convention. And they're all we're all talking to each other about what we did. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, blah, blah. And I'm like, were you here? And they're like, oh, well, we heard it was sold out. We just came to look at everything. And I'm getting out of that. And I'm getting in my car to drive home. And I'm like. What the fuck are they looking at? I mean, it's like, what do you, you're, you spend a hundred dollars to come down to like a really busy part of the city to look at nerds? Yeah. And like eat out of the food truck? Yeah. Well, we had two separate news crews come to, to do a story on news, on Nerd Camp. And it was so funny because, you know, the, the, the reporters were just plainly not nerds at all. So they you showed this, me these news reports. They oh sounded God. like really confused oh, by so the whole funny. idea. They were so funny, and the reporters were like, "So I met Nerd Camp." People ask me like, "Who are you know the Muggles in our lives?" Or like, "What's Nerd Camp? What is it?" It's like yeah, take a summer camp for kids, take all the shitty parts out, put in cool nerdy stuff, and fill it with adults. Yeah, that's and have it be BYOB. Yeah, yeah that that was Nerd Camp. Um, so, uh, yeah. yeah. But people were just so fascinated with Nerd Camp. Like, all, all the... It's interesting, and that's why I wanted to talk about it, because, again, it's like, people know what Gen Con is. Yeah. It's, you know, you play games, and you buy games, and you talk about games for four days. Yeah. And famous people get up and talk about games, and Patrick Rothfuss wanders through, and, yeah. you know, Matt Mercer is there doing things, and, you know, all the, all the big names in gaming are wandering around. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like Nerd Camp is... A different experience that will appeal to different people. Um, yes. and some of the same people may not know what's out there. So that was our two trips in two weeks. What we did at our summer vacation. I couldn't go to Nerd Camp this year because we just didn't have the money to have us both go to Nerd Camp. And I didn't have enough time off because you needed five days to do Nerd Camp. Yeah. I, I, I threw another week of travel time, too. But yeah. yeah. And I, I was a day short. So, um, but maybe next year. Yeah. We should definitely go together. That is pretty much our... Is, is there anything else you wanted to say about Nerd Camp? Yes, there is. Okay. Tyler's single. <laughs> All you ladies, Tyler is single. So, 
Until this is, by the way, folks, this is our 100th episode of the podcast. We've been doing it for a few years now. This is going to be our official episode 100. And, you know, just thanks for listening, and we will have more for you soon. Until next time, everybody, please be safe, play more games, and we will talk to you soon. Stay nerdy. Stay nerdy.